0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited to have you here. So today we're going to be covering suppressed masculine energy. Now, when it comes to suppressed masculine energy, this can be in male or female, men or women, it doesn't matter. But it happens a lot of times when we experience those robbers of masculine energy, which I will go over towards the end of this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. And that way, we can learn and notice signs of suppressed masculine energy so that when we see this behavior, we know how to label it or where to place it. And we can gain a better understanding to know that maybe someone's actions or behaviors. Are not personal to us. They are just a part of their nature. They are part of who they are, and they may have some suppression within their masculine energy. And of course, as always, just know choose what resonates with you. And if the word masculine is just too associated with the word man for you, then go with yang energy or active energy. So whatever resonates with you, whatever feels better to identify with or associate with, you choose that, but it's all the same energy. So let's get started. So some signs of suppressed masculine energy is going to be selfish energy. So when someone is very selfish or greedy, they're in the energy of receiving. And it goes beyond just receiving. It goes to the limit of taking away. So it has no regard for anything. It doesn't have any respect for anyone else's boundaries, or it doesn't think about anybody else but themselves. And so they become very selfish. They become very focused on the self. So they want to take more than what is necessary. They're not going to be giving, you know, there's that energy of giving and receiving. And so if someone has suppressed masculine energy, they can be stuck in the energy of constantly taking and receiving and not reciprocating. The next sign of suppressed masculine energy is going to be Anxiety or anxiousness. So, when we're dealing with that level of anxiety, what's happening? What's happening is that we have that bottled up emotion, bottled up energy, bottled up thoughts. Everything is trapped within us and it can't get out because we're not taking action. We're not doing something. We're not solving a problem. We're not putting our minds to use and accomplishing certain things that we need to do in order to get ourselves out of this state of anxiety. Now, of course, there are multiple reasons for anxiety. It's not only just within your own willpower. It can be due to certain foods that you're eating, certain medications. It could be due to caffeine. But what it is, is just that trapped Energy. So that's really all that it is. If we really just place anxiety as trapped energy, we can then create more of a solution type of mindset to target it versus just saying, oh, I have anxiety. Oh, and like making anxiety bigger than who we are. We are not less than anxiety. We are more than anxiety. Anxiety is just a result, it's just a symptom of trapped. Emotions, trapped energy. And so, masculine energy is all about taking action and doing an external energy. It's about pushing forward and just movement towards a certain direction. It has a direct pathway. Although feminine energy has movement as well, but it's very flowy, just kind of flows. It just kind of goes from place to place and it just does its own thing. It's just very free energy. But when it comes to anxiety and that trapped energy, sometimes we're dealing with that frustration of knowing where we want the energy to go. How do we get it to go where we want it to go? And maybe we don't have the solutions in front of us of really making it go into the right direction. We're not expressing ourselves the way we want to. Maybe we feel limited within our environment or our surroundings or the people that we're around and we don't feel safe enough and free enough to express ourselves. So again, safety is also related to the masculine energy. The root chakra is the first main biggest chakra related to divine masculine healthy energy. So if you don't have that stability and safety and security, then it can easily stunt everything else. Nothing else works in your life. Whenever your stability is totally out of whack. So that's why it's really important to be aware of this suppressed masculine energy. And as I'm going through this, just because someone has a certain behavior that's suppressed within their masculine energy doesn't mean that they're totally all in this one space. I just wanted to do a disclaimer there. So while you might struggle with being a little more anxious, maybe you don't have problems with other things that are tied to masculine energy, such as being more protective or whatever the case may be. Another sign of suppressed masculine energy is going to be lack of boundaries. So whenever you struggle with setting healthy boundaries for yourself being able to say no, being able to protect your time and your energy, being able to protect yourself, that is a sign of healthy masculine energy. So whenever we're just in that state of constantly allowing for others to take advantage of us or to just do what others want us to do and not really think of ourselves and what we have to get done, knowing that we have things on our plate that are waiting for us, that will also lead to anxiety, right? So it's all correlated, but you might just differ in the way that you express those signs of suppressed masculine energy. Another sign of suppressed masculine energy is going to be lack of being protective. So if you're not a very protective person, that means that there's suppression in your masculine energy. Why is that? Sometimes when we don't really go in deeply on this topic and we think, okay, so yeah, maybe I'm not very protective. Maybe I'm not this superhero type of person, right? I want us to dive into this a little bit more. So as we have learned and we're understanding that that masculine energy is external energy, meaning that the things that we identify ourselves with, the things that we associate ourselves with, we're going to be very tied to, we're going to want to keep it, right? We don't want to lose it. So if there's something that is a part of our life, whether it's a family member, a pet, a child, a sibling, a partner, a project, an item, whatever it is, if it holds value in our lives and if it supports us and if it really helps to strengthen and to really help with contributing to our identity, it really makes us feel very secure, it would seem a little off to not want to protect that. Naturally, you're going to want to protect it. You don't want to lose it because it is a part of you. You identify with it. Now, what happens a lot of times whenever certain people don't do well with being protective or being very disassociative of things. That means that maybe they've dealt with a pattern of loss quite a bit, or someone has taken things away from them often and they've attached themselves more with the theme of loss, just that thought pattern of, well, I may not even have it anyway, I may not even keep it anyway, it'll probably go away. You know, that kind of thing, just that way of protecting yourself, protecting your own emotions will teach you to disassociate yourself from certain things. So that way you're less protective over it because you're less tied to it. So that's why protection and protectiveness is really tied to that masculine energy. Another sign of suppressed masculine energy is going to be instability and being unstable as I mentioned before, that root chakra, your security, your safety, your stability is the foundation of masculine energy. So it's going to be stable. It's going to be consistent. It's going to have just a very strong foundation. It's not going to fluctuate a lot. It's not going to be up and down and up and down and up and down. And you don't know what to expect. One minute, their emotions are here. The next minute, their emotions are somewhere else and they say they're going to do something and they don't do it. And they just constantly fluctuate. So that's a sign of suppressed masculine energy. Another sign of suppressed masculine energy is going to also be like I mentioned, inconsistency. So whenever you meet a person, and they're very inconsistent, they're hot and cold. And when it comes to dating, they're calling you, then they don't call you, then they pop up one minute, then they're gone for three months. Even with friends, they do this where, oh, hey, how are you doing? You don't hear from them for six months. They go away. Then they pop up again out of nowhere. Hey, I'm back. How are you? Then they go away again. (laughs) Just very inconsistent. You have no clue when you're going to speak to them again. What's happening here? When we have that attachment, when we are identifying and associating ourselves with something in particular, it becomes a part of us. It becomes a part of our everyday life. It becomes a part of our thought pattern. It becomes something that is in the forefront of our minds, right? It's in the beginning of what we want to focus on for the day. So if something has a higher value then it's going to have a pattern of frequency. It doesn't mean that you're going to talk to the same person every single day. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you talk to that person on a consistent basis. This could even just be once a week or every month or whatever. There's some level of consistency. There's no question that you will speak to this person at a certain time or in a sense of this person is very consistent with what they do right? They are consistently on time or they're consistently late. If they're inconsistent, that means they're kind of internally unorganized. They're all over the place. They may be a little chaotic or they may not associate or identify themselves as much with certain things that they would naturally be consistent with if they valued it. So consistency really drives identity attachment because when we do something over and over and over again, it's really a part of who we are. Lying is another sign of suppressed masculine energy. So when that masculine energy is healthy, communication is very strong. And when you communicate, you are communicating from an authentic place. You know who you are. You're secure within yourself. You're safe within your own being. You recognize yourself and you don't see or view yourself as something that is wrong, right? You're very connected to yourself and you're very centered and grounded in who you are. So if you start lying, one, lying is also tied to imagination, right? Because you're having to think of something. You're having to think of a lie. You're going to have to make something up. That's very creative. That's creative energy and that's fear-based feminine energy. So lying, manipulation, deceitfulness, trying to kind of pull wool over someone else's eyes, because you don't want to show your true self, because you're not secure with who you are. Those are signs of suppressed masculine energy. And oftentimes, as mentioned, it's all driven by fear. So anytime we're suppressing something, we are fearing that energy. So if we are suppressing that masculine energy, we're fearing something within ourselves that is tied to masculine energy. We're fearing a part of our own identity. We're fearing our external self. We're fearing our self image. That is why your masculine energy is suppressed in an overall way. That's the reason why you're afraid of who you think you are you're afraid of who you think you might be. Therefore, you're suppressing a large portion of your identity. And we'll get more into that in just a few moments. Another sign of that suppressed masculine energy is going to be fearfulness So courageousness, having that courage to be able to progress through things, having the courage to push forward and do the things you want to do and have the ambition and set boundaries and have confidence and all these things are very important. And it's very strong and healthy, masculine energy. Again, courage does not mean you don't have fear. Courage means there is fear, but you see the bigger picture and you're moving forward anyway. So that's why if you're very fearful, if you tend to just run away from your problems, you're very avoidant to certain things, you're just trying to be out of the picture, just run from all of the fear based thoughts, that is a sign that we're not feeling secure. We're not feeling safe. And whenever you don't feel safe, your masculine energy is suppressed. So flightiness and being non-committal is a sign of suppressed masculine energy. Why? When we commit to something, we are establishing and associating ourselves with the thing that we are committing ourselves to. We are seeing the value in it. It resonates with us well. And we want that we want it to be a part of ourselves, we see the value in it. And we really want to make sure that we are putting in effort and being persistent and consistent with whatever it is that we find value in. So therefore, we make that commitment towards whatever it is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a project, rather it's a new goal for yourself, whatever it is, committing, committing, is a part of your masculine energy. So whenever you meet someone, man or woman, and they're just not committing, they're just kind of, oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how things go. And it's been like, you know, a year and they're just not committing, there's something, there's some fear, there's some hesitance, there's something that's there that makes them not feel totally all in 100% secure with committing to that decision. So therefore, you're dealing with some suppressed masculine energy. And there are other situations and experiences that come up that activate your masculine energy, right? And honestly, whenever you know who you are, you know yourself, you're very decisive about the things that you need and the things you want, because you know what works for you, you know what doesn't work for you. And that comes within time. But once you have the strong sense of who you are, truly authentically and it's not from other people telling you who you are and other people putting things and projecting things onto you. When you really know who you are at your core and you feel in your spirit that positive energy, you're going to know immediately no, this is the type of environment, person, schedule, whatever. This is the things that I need. So I'm gonna make that commitment because it makes me feel stable and secure. So I'm going to commit to it. There's no question about it. There's no indecisiveness. And then the last sign of suppressed masculine energy that I want to go over is not setting goals at all. So let's just say we're not setting goals at all we're actually very lazy. We're not taking any action. We're very slothy in our behavior. We just kind of lounge around just like, oh, whatever. What's the point? Who cares? It's just, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work. I just want to relax, right? Whenever we're just in this state of no motivation, no movement We're very lazy. We're not setting any goals at all, like none whatsoever. So you're not active in your masculine energy. You're not active with doing something, doing, taking action, moving forward, progression. All of that has to do with your masculine energy. And it's really important for everyone to have this energy. It doesn't matter if you're a man or woman. So those are some signs that your masculine energy may be suppressed in some areas of your energy could be different for everyone. You could have some you could not have some just depends. But all in all, those are a couple of signs that some masculine energy may be suppressed. Let's take a quick break, grab some water and we'll be right back in just a moment. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back to Heartbloom podcast. So now I'm going to be covering with you the robbers of masculine energy. What really deactivates that masculine energy? What robs us of that masculine energy? And it's multiple things. So let's go ahead and cover them. The number one thing that suppresses masculine energy is masculine wounding. Masculine wounding, which we have covered and we understand that it is wounding externally. And a lot of times, the wounded masculine will then wound others. So when you're coming from a wounded space, you might begin to project your wounds, your emotional wounds out onto others. You might harm others. So so if someone has experienced masculine wounding and they've received that from someone else, that can easily suppress their masculine energy. Because why? Because it's putting them in a state of fear. It's putting them in a state of fear and pain. And so whenever you're feeling that, you're naturally going to feel insecure. You don't want to do something within your own nature that might result in pain. So that is the number one thing that really kills masculine energy. The next thing that kills masculine energy is going to be being taken advantage of. So if you're taken advantage of, what is the motivation for you to protect something, for you to provide for something, for for you to build that stability if something is constantly pulling and taking away from it? So appreciation is very, very important to masculine energy, whether you're a man or a woman, right? And so it's really important that we set boundaries so that we're not dealing with being taken advantage of so frequently. And we are not allowing for others to just do whatever they please with us because they will. We have no control over how someone is going to behave, what they're going to do. We don't know if, you know, they have our best interests at heart. So we have to set our own boundaries and really trust in that and trust ourselves more so that we don't run into suppressing our masculine energy by having that resentment and being taken advantage of. Another robber of your masculine energy is going to be fear of loss. So as I mentioned before, when it comes to being protective, if you've had things taken away from you quite frequently, if you're just associating yourself with the thought of lack and loss, then you're going to suppress your masculine energy. And you kind of do this as an ironic way of protecting yourself from feeling emotional pain. Another robber of your masculine energy is going to be resentment towards your father or resentment towards a dominant masculine figure. So sometimes what happens is if we have a very dominant masculine figure in our lives, if we've experienced any type of pain from that figure, or maybe we didn't receive pain directly, but because of that person's actions and how it created a certain obstacles or challenges for you in your life, you might resist all of those characteristics that are associated with that masculine energy, even if it's positive, because you don't want to resonate with that. You don't want to identify with that type of energy. You don't want to be anything like that, even if it serves you. So you can easily suppress that masculine energy if you've experienced some pain, some uneasiness, some negative experiences with a strong masculine energy. And what we have to do here is we have to heal those unhealed wounds, we have to forgive, we have to let go. And we have to really zoom out quite a bit and really look at the bigger picture and see for ourselves, was it really you? Or was it just that person's nature? And sometimes we attach ourselves so much to what happens to us that we believe that we're not worthy or we believe that we deserved something that someone did when in actuality it's just a part of their nature and we were just there at that moment. So we have to really disassociate ourselves with our worth tied to what someone else has done to us another robber of your masculine energy is going to be sexual abuse. So sexual abuse teaches you at a very early age, if you experience this at an early age, and that's something else I want to uh, do a disclaimer on. So when it comes to abuse, abuse is a big killer and robber of masculine energy. It's also tied to masculine wounding. But depending on how early you received the abuse depends on how much more suppressed, you will be in your masculine energy, because masculine energy, as I mentioned, in the stages of masculine energy, if we're stunted during those times of development of those stages, it can really, really wreak havoc on that it can stunt it for our entire lives, if we allow for it to. So When we deal with abuse at a very young age, this becomes a part of our own belief system very early. If we deal with some level of abuse later on that maybe we didn't experience as a child, we can differentiate between it and we can recognize it, but we still have to heal from that trauma. And we can lose a lot of trust in masculine energy if we experience that. But if it's done at an early, early age, then we just think that's kind of just how life is because we're so used to it. So when it comes to sexual abuse, this teaches a person that your body is not yours and your body is your external energy. Your body is the shell that holds your spirit. So if you have dealt with sexual abuse, a very intimate abuse, that is going to suppress your masculine energy. And it's either going to manifest itself in one of two ways. You're either going to become overly masculine to try to protect yourself or you're going to suppress everything of your masculine energy and go into depression because one of two is going to happen until you heal those wounds associated with the abuse, another robber of your masculine energy is going to be strict environments. So while masculine energy in itself is very stable and secure and has that level of foundation, if you are raised in a very strict environment, you're not able to have that freedom. What happens? What happens is that you start rebelling against that. You start rebelling against anything that starts to make you feel controlled or restricted. So you're just going to go buck wild. Like, do you really think you're going to be stable and secure and, you know, be consistent and, and have that level of foundation if you've always felt so restricted? No, you're going to want to feel free. And not only going to want to feel free, you're going to rebel in your freedom because you you are trying to break out of that type of environment. Another robber of your masculine energy is going to be lacking trust in the opposite energy. So if you lack trust and the feminine energy, then you're going to overcompensate by either emulating more feminine energy or leading with feminine energy. And the same thing goes with masculine energy. So if you lack trust in it, maybe your mother wasn't a strong motherly figure in your life, or you didn't have that level of nurture and care. You didn't have something that really brought that energy into your life experience, then you're going to overcompensate and emulate that even more. You're going to be overdone with it. So you might become more people pleasing. You might be trying to seek to heal that parental wound or that caregiver wound. You're going to try to overcompensate by being more of what you felt that you missed. And when you do that, you immediately put your energy out of balance. So that can be a cause of suppressed masculine energy as well. And then the last robber of the masculine energy is going to be absence of the father. And this is very common. So this can be absence of the father physically, or absence of the father Mentally or emotionally. So, you could have an emotionally unavailable father that's just not supportive. He's just not there. He's just workaholic. He's always on the computer. You never get any time with him. He's always at work, or he's just not connected. He's just not there. He's not tuned in with you. He's not spending any time with you. Or he's just not there. You didn't get the chance to really connect with him. You didn't build a connection with him. You don't even know who your father is. There could be so many reasons. So these are several reasons why someone could be suppressing their masculine energy. And when you understand that from a fuller perspective, it's like, wow, okay, if a person has gone through all of those things, or if I have gone through all of those things, if you're thinking about it for yourself, you're probably doing pretty damn good right now right? You've gone through all of this. You're just trying to do the best you can, right? But you might feel out of balance in your life. You might feel like you don't have full control and stability and security within yourself. You may feel insecure. And insecure, I forgot to mention, but feeling insecure in general, low confidence and insecurity is also very big for suppress masculine energy. So if you could imagine a person that has gone through all of these things can easily suppress that masculine energy that many people are very attracted to. So if we could just focus on healing those wounds, healing those robbers, and taking control back over our lives, and really setting those boundaries, and saying no, building that confidence back up and just choosing yourself, choosing your own life, being present in your life, we can start to heal that masculine energy. We can start to activate that masculine energy. We just have to break out of this cycle, this flow that we might be stuck in and get some things moving. And the goal of is not to be all masculine or not to be all feminine, but to have that ebb and flow, to have that consistent cycle of fluctuation between your masculine when you need to and your feminine energy when you need to. So if we can learn how to balance all of this out, remove the fear that's driving the masculine or the feminine energy, we can really get to a very, very balanced, happy place in our lives. And we're not always going to be there. We're not always going to be in this blissful, harmonious moment that, oh, I just have, I'm just all good. I'm healthy. My masculine. I'm healthy. My feminine. Life is wonderful. It's not always going to be like that. Why? Because life changes, and change is constant. And there's always going to be something that's going to bring you stress, or make you feel uneasy, or make you feel unstable. That's going to rock your world. You don't know, and it, and that's how life works. That's the beauty of life. But if we can strive to just be aware of where we are within our masculine and our feminine, and just work towards balance and harmony, we can feel a little bit more comfortable, secure, happy and confident in who we are. So this completes this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If anything resonated with you, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at I am Lindsay Christian. And thank you so much for listening. Definitely stay tuned for much, much more.